Welcome back to another episode of Wealth Strategies to Value. I am your host, Troy Shorts. And today we're going to be talking more about mortgages, okay? In our last episode, we discussed the difference between a 30-year and a 15-year and which is more efficient and which option banks would prefer you to have. But today, I want to ask a question. Is it your goal to pay off your house sooner? Just yes or no? Are you making extra payments to your mortgage? Just yes or no? Well, what I'm going to suggest is it may not be as good an idea as you think. And today, I'm going to share with you a calculator that we developed that allows us to take a very clear, scientific look at how this works. So I'm going to pull up my calculator here. And this calculator is called the Home Equity Protection Plan. So again, we're just going to use a simple mortgage of 300000 loan rate of 4%, terms 30 years, the payment every month, $1,432.25. So over that 30 years, the total payments are $515,608. Total interest paid, $215,608. A lot of interest, right? So... Most people say, well, man, I don't want to pay all that interest. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to prepay my loan. So the second box here, what you see is the prepaid mortgage plan. All right. These numbers are all the same. 300,000, 4% here. We're going to put in an extra monthly payment of $200 per month. So what that does to your loan it is it automatically changes it from a 30-year all the way down to 23.75. So you've saved seven years on your mortgage right away by just adding a simple 200 bucks. Now your total payments are 465,196 as opposed to 515,000, right? Total interest costs, check this out, 165,196 as opposed to 215,608. So just 200 a month reduces your interest cost dramatically, all right? You can see here, $50,411.75, just 200 a month, right? You save 50,000 bucks, right, plus. Now, here's what the rest of the story is. This is what the banks and the financial institutions will never explain to the public. If you had that same future value of that same $200, we're going to move that over here. And let's say instead of sending the money to the bank, you sent the 200 to your government-approved tax-exempt account. So that's $2,400, right? At a 4% return. And for 23.75 years, which matches up with, with the same uh, time frame here, the future value of your prepayments, $95,000. $991.62. You see, this is what the bank makes. Now, let's back up for a second. Because the reason you did this was to save $50,411. But does it make sense for you to save $50,000 and give the bank $95,000? let us think about that. Who's winning that game? Are you winning or are the banks winning, right? Well, 
some of my clients think that they're winning by doing this. And what I'm explaining to people is the 50,000, by the way, you're only able to deduct your tax bracket. So let's say you're at a 28% tax bracket. So that means if you take uh, 50,000 times 28%, my math says that's only $14,000, right? So you're giving the bank 95 and you're getting 14. Like, that's ridiculous. And there's no wonder why banks tell us to prepay. No wonder why banks tell us that we'll save thousands of dollars in interest. Why do you think they do that? Do you think there's something that they know that you don't know? Well, obviously, I'm sharing it with you right here. Let's just ask ourselves this very simple question. How do banks make money? What do banks do to earn revenue? They loan out money, right? Their business model is to borrow, lend out money to the borrower. So if they want you to prepay and save thousands of dollars of interest, doesn't that go against their business model? Why would they want to have you pay them less interest? Right? It doesn't really make sense. Well, it makes sense to the bank. <laughs> and it really is a, I don't want to say a lie, but it, it's a lie because they understand that they're going to get this $95,900 and they're going to have total control of it and you're going to forfeit it and they're giving you a bone and they're killing it. So this is just showing you a very simple 200 a month. Let's just say you're one of those folks who say, you know what, I want to change and pay my mortgage off in 15 years. So let's say you add it instead of 200, you paid an extra 750 a month. Now, look, boom, 15 years. You went from a 30 to a 15. You prepaid the mortgage, right? Now, look here. See, 401 versus 515. Total interest paid over here was 215. Here's 101. You saved $113,000 in interest. But let me tell you what happened at the bank. $193,228.71. Does that even make sense? Is there somebody at your bank that you are so madly in love with that you just want to give them $193,000? Listen, people. If you're really going to be committed to making those extra premium payments to your mortgage, at least protect the equity in your home, right? You got to protect it because let's just say you're this guy and in year 12 of your 30-year mortgage, we have another 2007, 2008 and the housing market collapses. Well, what happened? You just lost your 750 a month. And you lost the equity in your home. It's gone. What you have to understand is whether the housing market is up or whether the housing market is down, the bank's going to make this $193,000. And I can prove it right here on this calculator. Now, banks tell us that we have something called home equity. 
And most people believe that that home equity belongs to them. Newsflash, they should have called it banker's equity because the bank owns the equity in our homes, not us. Let me explain. Have you ever taken out a home equity line of credit against your home? Well, if you have, you understand that process. You have to physically go to the bank. You have to fill out an application at the bank. You have to get uh, bank approval. They have to run a debt and income, debt to income ratio. They have to check your credit score. And if it's your money, they shouldn't be able to deny you. But guess what? If your credit score isn't good, if your debt to income ratio isn't good, they have the right to decline you the opportunity to have the equity in your home. This is not your equity, right? It's the bank's equity. You have to physically borrow the money from the bank. And I can prove it because when you walk out of the bank with that check in your hand, they want it back. It's not yours, right? They want it back. So based on this information, you have some decisions to make. You can stay where you are and keep doing what you've been doing and expect different results, or you can do what the wealthy people do. Take your pick because storms come and I'd much rather you have control of the 193,000 than the bank. And this is really what allows my clients to weather the storms, right? Have you ever thought about why so many sports um, stadiums are named after banks? You know, I live in New Jersey, southern New Jersey. I live right over the bridge from Philadelphia. And in the northeast, we have the Philadelphia Eagles that play at Lincoln Financial Field, right? That's a bank, right? That's a financial institution. Right down I-95, we have the Baltimore Ravens. Their stadium is called M&T Bank, <laughs> right? If you go north on 95, an hour away, we have the Brooklyn Nets. Their stadium is called Barclays, right? That's a credit card mortgage company, right? The Philadelphia 76ers, the Flyers, they play in what's the Wells Fargo. Our Philadelphia Phillies, Citizens Bank Park. <laughs> is there a theme in what I'm getting at? So... Do these banks just feel like they just want to put their name on buildings? Or do you think they have so much extra money to throw around that they're in a position to do this? Well, where do you think they get the money from? Well, they get it from people who don't understand how wealth works. They get it from consumers who are doing things unknowingly and unnecessarily that are hurting them and they don't even realize it. So what our focus is, is to really get people financially literate and be able to reposition these dollars and put them back in your pocket so that you can be in control and you can have leverage and you can have liquidity because that's what the banks have, right? Listen, I appreciate you guys tuning in today and I'd love to, uh, to meet with you one-on-one -on -one and get your personal opinion of some of the things that we've discussed here. And until next uh, podcast, thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.